0: we're on the road with mickey we're gonna have some fun regardless of the rain or sun our trip has just begun so buckle up let's go we're about to start the show and maybe if you like us you'll see where else we'll go hi everyone i'm sophie he's mike welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road
1: Hey everyone, I'm Mike and she's Sophie
0: Merry Christmas!
1: And happy holidays! We're on the road with Mickey This is episode number 48 for December 14th, 2020 And our feature topic this week is A Night of a Million Lights This is the fundraiser Mm -hmm. that is going on over at Give Kids the World Village And we were able to see it And we loved it And we want to talk to you about it And as you can see, Sophie has a really cool background Mm
0: -hmm. And I have a
1: cool background Can you see it, Sophie?
0: Oh, yes, I can see it And it looks absolutely amazing If you're watching us on our YouTube channel then I'm sure you probably agree with us that this was absolutely stunning
1: And those are just two examples of the 175 photos that I took mm-hmm. And we are going to show at the end of the video At the end of the YouTube, you'll see a video montage of the pictures that we took So get ready for that at the end Don't fast forward though, we got a lot we want to talk about But um,
0: Definitely Stick around
1: Yeah, but like everything We always start out with our cheddar from the big cheese And we've got some interesting things That are happening that we wanted to, to relay to you guys First thing was that If you remember our Attraction Refresh podcast from a few weeks back You may remember my ideas for Dinerland USA Which Sadly, Disney hasn't called me yet to say, "Mike, we want to use your ideas." And I don't know that they would call me anyway. But one interesting tidbit of information was that the ride vehicles from Primeval World were seen heading away from Animal Kingdom last sometime last week. I think I saw the post on Instagram on like the tenth. So yeah. So what and is for that? Those that would of have you, been Thursday of yeah. last week.
0: And for those of you who are unaware, um, Prime Evil World has closed for good. It's always been that sort of ride that's been open only when the weather allows it to be. Mm-hmm. But it has closed for good. And there are a lot of things in Dino, U- Dino Land USA that are closed right now. A dinosaur... Is not one of them,
1: no, so don't worry for all open. of you.
0: For all of you thrill riders, you can ride it many, many times. For me, while I go get a turkey leg, it's fine. It's still open, but yes, primeval world and a lot of other stuff with Dino Dino Land USA are closed.
1: Yeah. So anyway, from Disney on what's gonna happen over there but i'm kind of curious, you know? can't i can't kind of almost can't wait to hear what the plans are
0: cuz mm-hmm. it definitely
1: needs some work. so
0: yeah, it definitely anyway. does.
1: anyway, but, t- talk to us yeah. about Disney Plus, Sophie.
0: I definitely will. In fact, it's not just Disney Plus, but this also pertains to the big screen. I'm kind of looping these two together into one. Okay. And first things first, Coming to Disney Plus There is going to be a prequel series To Beauty and the Beast As you guys know The live action Beauty and the Beast Which I think is visually stunning Mm -hmm. It starred Luke Evans And Josh Gad As Gaston and LeFou I know Josh Gad was LeFou I'm not quite sure about Gaston I think it was Luke Evans Luke Evans was
1: Gaston, yeah
0: Yep So this is a prequel series to Beauty and the Beast And it will be starring these two As this is mainly their story Since we both know that Belle Really doesn't like the little village where she is And the name of the series hasn't officially been released But there is a rumor that it will be called The Little Town Which makes a lot of sense If it's going to be focusing around The place where Belle started out And not the Beast castle So I'm actually I'm actually kind of curious about it I'm very picky with what I watch
1: Can I give a little bit of information?
0: Oh please, go on A little bit more I
1: heard Is that um, That Belle That they're in talks with Belle um, And with um, Dan Stevens Who played the Beast Mm -hmm. About being in this show as well Um But like you said it's primarily It's a prequel so it's primarily About Gaston and LaFou. but Mm -hmm. But they're trying to get the other Two to also be in the series So that would be I think that would be kind of Cool
0: and I think It's really cool because We all know that Emma Watson is the one who played Belle and she is Hermione Granger So it really really fits that she Plays two brunette Bookworms Yep. But then the next thing I have and this pertains to the big screen not to Disney Plus this is something that will be coming to theaters once those theaters reopen Harrison Ford the very famous Han Solo but also the very famous other character that I'm about to mention has been cast to play Indiana Jones in the fifth and final installment Of the Indiana Jones movie series
1: Yeah My understanding is Filming is supposed to start in 2021 And the movie was slated to be released in July of 2022 Which, the way this is going You blink and it's going to be 2022 Well Almost
0: Yeah, I can only hope that 2021 is going to be a better year than 2020.
1: Definitely. definitely. Everyone
0: say Jumanji now.
1: <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get out of this, please. So, anyway, that's all I have. I think there's one more, Daddy.
1: Yep, I've got one more thing, and that is airline related. Um, supposedly coming in 2021, scheduled to come in 2021. Nonstop flights. On Hawaiian Airlines from Orlando, Florida to Honolulu, Hawaii. So if you are going to Disney World and you want to maybe have a couple nights stay at Alani in Hawaii, then you've got a nonstop flight you can book that will take you there. You don't have to worry about all sorts of connections and things like that. You get on the air, you get on the plane and in um, Orlando, and you get off the plane in Honolulu, and you're in Hawaii. So, so hopefully that will happen, and it'll be a big time. Um, it'll work really well for Hawaiian Airlines, so that it's not something that they just try and then have to stop because they don't. It doesn't work well for them. So, yeah.
0: So let's interesting hope to let's see
1: how ahead. that works. Yeah, I'm real interested to see how that how that works out. So. Mm-hmm. All the cheddar from the big cheese that we have But yep. Sophie why don't you give us The rundown one more time Of how they can connect with us How the listeners can connect with us
0: Definitely We always love to hear it when you have something to say to us So you can find us And reach us on Facebook at In our group That is On The Road With Mickey on Facebook, and we are also on YouTube on the road with Mickey. Thank you to all of you who are watching us from that platform yes, we are you. on we are on Instagram as as on the road with mickey at on the road with Mickey, and we also have an email so if none of the social media platforms work For you, you can simply email us At info at OnTheRoadWithMickey.com And leave us a voicemail too If you prefer to talk to us on the phone At 919-799-8390 I almost said 979 That was embarrassing (laughs) Again, that is 919-799-8390 Please talk to us
1: Yeah, reach out to us Thank you, Sophie You did perfectly on that one Thank you So that wraps up our Cheddar from the Big Cheese And it's time to get into the nuts and bolts of our feature topic And we're talking about the Night of a Million Lights Mm -hmm. Now, I um, purchased tickets for Cindy, myself, and Sophie for after our Walt Disney World trip ended. Um we checked out of Pop Century on November twenty-seventh. And that night we um we went to Kissimmee, Florida. Not Kissimmee but Kissimmee. I always said it Kissimmee because or Kissimmee because I was a kid and I thought that was the funny way to say it. Yeah. But it's Kissimmee. And we um and that's where the give kids the give kids the world village is located so first thing I thought we would do is give a little rundown about what we're talking about so Sophie you want to give us a couple of those bullet items that we that we talked about
0: definitely there is a lot to unpack when it comes to this event it's not Disney therefore we definitely needed To write down a bunch more Just so we could remember what all to tell you guys about Mm -hmm. And like Daddy said It is in Kissimmee, Florida It runs From now until January 3rd It was actually running I I think think... since before Thanksgiving
1: Yeah, well before Thanksgiving Like, I think November 13th Yeah. Yeah It started November 13th
0: Yes, and And it is running until January 3rd of 2021 It Mm -hmm. is a fundraiser And all of the proceeds go to benefit the Give Kids the World Village Which is an absolutely magical place to visit Even if it weren't covered in lights, I believe Because it is just such a pretty place to go and there are so many amazing heartwarming stories there And I absolutely loved going And unfortunately yeah. I have to say that due to this pandemic that we're in The Give Kids the World Village had to close to Wish Families Which is all the families that come to stay there When they are giving their kids Their wish that they wanted And they come to stay And unfortunately It has had to close In mid-March Due to the pandemic And it has delayed more than 6,000 wishes to be granted
1: Yeah So the Night of a Million Lights Is designed to raise funds So that we can ensure That the wishes of the critically ill children Can return bigger and better than ever before once the time Is right to reopen So like Sophie said Everything that They're doing with this Fundraiser with the Night of a Million Lights Is all about Making sure That the wishes That the kids have Can be fulfilled and It, it breaks your heart When you think about 6,000 critically ill children Who can't do what they wanted to do because they're sick and and because the pandemic happened and we're not able to do what what they would want to do what 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 give kids the world is has done for over thirty four years you know so yeah, so it really is a big time fundraiser for them. so if you are in the Orlando area and you're able to do this for your family just know that you're doing it not just for your family to enjoy the night but you're benefiting thousands of people you know that that need all the help they can get right now so mm-hmm. so we do have some ticket costs there are you know the the best place to go for um for ticket information is the website gktw.org That stands for Give Kids the World um, slash Lights, so gktw.org slash lights, and there's a link. That
0: is, yeah, I was gonna say we're definitely gonna put that in the show notes. Yeah,
1: definitely, and um, there's a link for the buy tickets page, and um, and they have right now they have peak dates. And they have holiday dates. And it depends on which day you want to go as to what whether it's a peak date or a holiday date. And a peak date, the prices for tickets are $35 per adult and $18 per kid, per child. Um, and if you have a holiday date that you want to go, let's say you wanted to go right on Christmas Day. Um, then a holiday date is $40 per adult. And twenty dollars per kit, and like I said, every penny of this is going towards the Give Kids the World Village. So it's definitely a fundraiser, and um, and it's and just from what we saw, it was worth every penny that that we paid for it. Mm-hmm. So, and lastly, there are over three million lights. On display in this village, and they were donated by the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah, and we understand, I don't know for certain, but our understanding is that these lights were part of the lights that they used for the Osborne family, um, yes. lights display that they used to have at Hollywood Studios.
0: That so. is exactly what they were for. I remember there being. Many signs thanking Walt Disney World for that.
1: Yeah. And then they also have individual cottages. so when you're if you're a wish kid and you and your family are sent are brought down to to the to the village to stay while you're doing while you're having fun and able to go to Walt Disney World, um you're staying in a cottage. And there are individual cottages um, that were decorated. And they were sponsored by local businesses, um, so they were able to put up their business sign and decorate with lights and so forth, and add their own touch to make it really stand out for them. You know, so it was really kind of neat to see all that. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said um, earlier, we have 175 pictures that we took, and we're going to make a video. Run through of those pictures so that, and it'll we'll add that to the end of our video so you can see um, just exactly how it looked. But um, but it was really really neat. So Sophie, did you have a favorite, um, a favorite house or a favorite time or a favorite section that really stood out to you the most?
0: I have to say. That my favorite part of the entire village Would be the castle of the stars
1: Yeah That was a good one Yeah. So talk a little bit Do you remember what they said about why there's stars there?
0: Okay, so I remembered the story that they told me And basically There was a little girl Wait, no that's the story of Amber, never mind That's Amber. So, yeah And Amber's town Amber town was an amazing part of the village as well That's an entirely different section on its own But the Castle of the Stars Basically, for every Wish family That comes to the Give Kids the World village The Wish child Which is what they call the child That the entire wish was made for Will get a gold star And that child can write their name on it And customize it any way they want Mm -hmm. And it is the only thing that sets the child apart from His or her brothers and sisters Because aside from that star They are all treated equally As they should be Mm -hmm. And they are all there to have Fun with each other and be together as a family But that star that the wish child has customized and put their names on It will be placed on the ceiling of the inside of the castle Yep And it will fill up the night sky with that child's wish And they have over... well... They've served over 170,000 wish families. But I think they said there were only about 60,000 of those stars there because it didn't start right away. And right. i quite sure why. It, I don't quite remember why it started.
1: I don't know why either, specifically. But I was trying to see if I could find a picture. Um, I have pictures of... The Of the castle With the stars Yeah And I was going to see if I could find One of the pictures Let's see here <coughs> Excuse me um, But yeah The castle of the stars Was so cool And so there were so many stars In there And and if you're a wish child and you do make your star you decorate it however you want and mm-hmm. when they put it there you can come back at any time they said to come look at your star you know and look and see all the different stars so you have mm-hmm. the ability to come back to the village and
0: yes and i think it the same thing goes for your family as well up to i think Four generations I thought it said
1: I think you're right Here's a picture Here's one
0: Ah Yep There they are And that's only a section Of that entire ceiling
1: Yeah And each one of those Is a star that was done by a wish child So Mm -hmm. That was You know my pictures For that don't do justice because that was powerful, and you know, Sophie, you touched on Amberville, so let me let me give a little bit of background about Amberville um yes. if I can I'm gonna try um
0: I think I remember the story, so I'll correct you if there's anything that yeah. I think is kind we of a sad story
1: and it that's, is that's why I'm like hopefully I can get through it, but Amberville. It's kind of like the. Am I right, Sophie? That is kind of like the middle, the main area. You know where where a it's, lot of the different stuff is.
0: I think I remember we were by the check-in center where all of the Wish families go to get checked in, and then we walked around behind the back of it to get past it because we weren't allowed inside because COVID reasons, and I think right there. That is when it branched off into three areas. One area went towards the houses, the other went towards the Castle of Stars. Yeah. And the other went towards Amberville. So it was right by the front.
1: Yeah. But Amber was a wish child back in the early, early days of Good Kids the World. And um and what happened was she had a she had an illness. And um, they 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 brought her down, and then and her family no, was able were, to go.
0: They were trying to bring her down, right? But they couldn't get the stuff done, and so she unfortunately passed away before her wish could be granted.
1: Okay, I'm, evidently I'm just butchering it, and I'm sorry for that. But it's okay. Um, Because didn't she have a family member That also had Came down with the same disease later Or the family member Was the first one
0: I do not remember
1: Okay But anyway um, With all of that They built this village And because of the The impact That um, That that family had On the on the founder of the Give Kids the World They named the village after her And that's why they call it Amberville So, mm-hmm. so it was really kind of neat to um, to live in that And to kind of see the impact that this family made You know, on on so many others who would never have known And we would never have known that story if we weren't there to to go to this event, you know, so so it was, you know, when I first got the tickets, I thought of it as a great way for us to close out our vacation and to you know to to make one more memory before mommy and I came home and and you got back into schooling, um, yeah. but but the event itself. Kind of grabs you and draws you in, and you realize it that it's so much more than just, you know, you making, you know, having a good time for a night with your family. It's about all these kids that get so much, have such a hard life, and this is one way to make it better for them, you know? So
0: it really is. So, and... anyway. So we're not you doing justice
1: yeah. with the with the event at all, but um, but it's it's really a phenomenal thing. Mhm. So.
0: So yeah. And.
1: Anything else we want to talk about it?
0: Um. No, I think those are the two biggest things. Is there anything else you can think of?
1: Um. We went. To dinner beforehand Yeah (laughs) Because you know me, I like to talk about food Um, (laughs) And we had Subway Which was good and it was fine You know, it was good dinner But, um, But when we got there We realized that They sold hot dogs and hamburgers And things like that And you can get like a hot dog For like $3 and stuff like that So if you do go And you want, you know A quick little hot dog, hamburger That kind of thing then maybe save your cash and use it there and and all that you know they also have um as part of your ticket you do get ice cream and hot chocolate if you desire i didn't have hot chocolate because it wasn't very hot out i mean cold outside so i yeah. didn't want hot chocolate but um but the ice cream was good and then um and they also have merchandise that you can buy as well And part of the things that I did for us, for the three of us, was I also um, purchased glasses. Those glasses, Sophie, are ones that we purchased, the ones you talked about last week with the um, gingerbread and the stars and the candy canes. Um, They have several different varieties, but I purchased those as, as like an additional thing so um so you know you can buy those and you can buy those when you're getting your regular tickets you don't have to wait till you get there to buy them you can make that purchase beforehand so so anyway yeah it's um there's a lot that you can see and do and and the glasses were fun you know they're kind of whimsical because every now Mm and again you don't need to wear them the whole time but no. every now and again you would see a, a light display and you put them on and then you'd see the the gingerbread men and it was kind of cool. And um and just for the record, Lindsay and even Meemaw
0: yeah, and
1: Shane and Steph have all really enjoyed looking through those glasses. <laughs> so they've got a Good. new life.
0: <laughs> Good.
1: So anyway, yeah, I, I like I said, we're we're not doing justice with it, but, um, but it was important that we talk about it to us. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I yeah. think beyond the the little movie that I'm gonna put at the end of our YouTube, I don't think I have anything else to talk about with the night of a million lights.
0: I don't think I do either. It was. Really amazing to go and experience Yeah. And I felt so glad That I could Be a part of it And I felt so glad that we Helped to Give money and fund To that village Because it really is an amazing Cause that they're doing
1: Yeah The last thing I, um, I'll i say is When we were leaving um, We spoke with one of the People that's on either on staff or volunteers there regularly. And I said that, um, I made some comment, not thinking about how I want this to be like a family tradition, you know, each year. And he was quick to point out that they hope that it's not a tradition because they hope next year at this time they'll have kids there, kids in the village. That's you know, and I didn't you know. even think about that You know, you think about You know, you're walking through this And it seems like this little Incredible thing But you don't think about the fact that The houses are there year round It's just the lights and everything Were added on top of it So So, so hopefully they won't be doing This exact thing next year Because that'll mean that there are kids Getting their wishes fulfilled So Yeah he did indicate that they if if possible they would do something similar at a different venue um, next year if they're able to, so we'll see what happens there but um but anyway, so that's my closing my closing thought. Sophie, why don't you take us on our journey to this day in Disney history and tell us what you got for us
0: definitely and this entire episode has been one that has hit very close to my heart. So naturally, the the bit that I chose for the day in Disney history is also one that hits very close to my heart. Yeah. And it takes place on December fourteenth, nineteen sixty six. Some of you who are extremely fond of Disney. Might also recognize that date And on this day Lily Disney Visited her husband Walt At St. Joseph's Hospital Across from his studio in Burbank, California Although Walt was very ill She was encouraged by the strength that he showed His brother Roy paid him a visit at night And they talked about company matters Epcot and Disney World And Walt It said that Walt looked up at the ceiling And pointed out the design Of the new Florida park To a teary-eyed Roy After Roy left Walt asked to have His bed raised so that he could Look towards the nearby Disney Studios At Roy's order Every one Of the studio's lights Was left on to shine through the night And for those of you who still aren't quite sure what this day means The next day, Walt Disney unfortunately passed away Yep
1: Dang (laughs) I'm sorry, Sorry, Daddy, I didn't mean
0: to make you cry
1: (laughs) It's okay, it's okay Mm. You know, there's so much about Walt Disney We don't know, but what we do know, places like Disneyland, Walt Disney World, my, my blog, our podcast, none of that would have happened except for Walt Disney, you know? That just speaks volumes. Yeah. That just speaks volumes, so... Mm -hmm. So there you go Sorry listeners (laughs) You got a zappy old guy here
0: (laughs) Mm. I hope I don't make any more people cry I'm sorry you guys
1: No it's fine honey It's fine It's all good It's all good So Okay So that Is that all your Disney history? Is that all you got for us Sophie? (laughs) (laughs)
0: That is all I decided to do, yes That's
1: the perfect history, Sophie Mm -hmm. So, that takes us to our Disney who's 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 Who character for today And I'm going to try and stump you, Sophie
0: Okay. If I, let's if see I give you the go. name
1: of a character Do you think you can pick the movie? It's not a I character like I have ever used trick before. Wanna, I feel like this is it a trick
0: question
1: I feel like this is a shot? character
0: from a series Lay it on me
1: It's not a series, it's a movie I think
0: Okay, but I mean like it, it's a bunch of movies So please Lay it on me.
1: Oh, no, it's not. I think it's a one off movie. And the character's name is Dodger.
0: I want to say Oliver and Company. Oh,
1: bingo. <laughs> Good job, Sophie. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, if you had said Georgette, then I would have known immediately
1: (laughs) Well, let me tell you about Dodger And I've got one bit of did you know that I think you'll find really cool
0: Do tell
1: Dodger, as we all know, is street smart and fast on his paws Dodger is a born leader (laughs) This Jack Russell Terrier is fearless and devoted once he decides he likes you He's also easygoing and long, as long as you don't ruffle his fur. I almost said feathers, but it's fur. Dodger is Oliver's best friend. That's because Dodger doesn't eat cats. (laughs) (laughs) They just have too much fur for his taste. This free, fun-loving dog is one cool canine and he knows it. And now, one piece of did you know And I think this is so cool I can see this char- this person being this voice of this character
0: Okay
1: Did you know that Dodger is voiced by the singer Billy Joel?
0: I did not know that, but I can totally see it
1: isn't that? I can too I can too, it makes because me want to go I remember
0: go... There was a song in that movie And it was called Why Should I Worry, I believe And now that I remember it The, the voice who sang it Sounds a lot like Billy Joel Yeah So yeah it's That makes kinda... perfect sense for me
1: yeah, and I think that is so cool. I think I'm going to have to go on a Disney Plus and watch Oliver and Company.
0: Definitely. I would love to watch Oliver and Company. Yeah.
1: All right. And now I have my Walt Disney quote. And it's on the subject of life. Okay. Okay. And I think this quote by Walt Disney. Fits perfectly with our topic for today um, Regarding Night of a Million Lights And let's listen He says Faith I have in myself In humanity In the worthwhileness of the pursuits In entertainment for the masses But wide awake, not blind Faith moves me My operations are based on experience Thoughtful observation And warm fellowship With my neighbors at home And around the world And I think That warm fellowship Is Why Disney donated The lights in your background picture And in my background picture To give kids the world Yep That is I think Why that happens You know Things like that happen Because of the legacy of Walt Disney I agree So so that's my Walt Disney quote for today
0: Well that is an amazing quote for today And I think This was one of our best episodes yet
1: I think so too And let's round it out Why don't I talk about the charity spotlight And then All you right. do Our sponsorship quote Sound good?
0: Okay That works
1: Okay Well You know Since the beginning of October We've been talking about The Noose River Golden Retriever Rescue And we're going to keep talking about them Until the end of this year And they are Our focus For a special charity That we want to talk about And They They work to help abandoned golden retrievers find their forever home. As a family, we have used them twice now. Once with our first golden, Reagan, and the second time with our current golden, River, and they are wonderful to work with. You can reach them at goldenrescuenc.org, that's their website, and as a family, we're going to make a donation to them. Um, and if you feel led to donate to them, you can do so on their website. Um, they have a donate button. Um, they rescue golden retrievers from around the world, but they only adopt out um, in the 100 mile radius around Raleigh, North Carolina. So if you live in this area and you're interested in maybe thinking about Getting a dog for your family I would highly recommend that you Look at their organization But if you feel led Towards donating towards Them then please feel free To do so Um, Because they are a definite Worthwhile charity and they They do a lot of work For incredible um, For a lot Of great golden retrievers You know Since November 30th they have for this year they have adopted out 143 dogs
0: mm-hmm. so
1: and one other thing um about their um about this this time of year is they have um, they have a holiday catalog and they have i think a calendar that you might um you might be interested in looking at Yes they do for 2021 And they also have A planning calendar And they have um, a means For you to um, To use A mobile or desktop app Called ShopRays And when you make a purchase At a retailer Then they will receive a donation Just through your, on your Regular essential shopping so you could shop online and benefit them as well so go check out their website again it's goldenrescuenc.org nc.org and mm-hmm. that's the noose river golden retriever rescue so
0: great one great charity we love them
1: yeah absolutely love them they mm-hmm. are they are right up there on our list of ones we love
0: so, yep and now for our sponsorship, On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. Tech Solutions is found at TechSolutionsNC.com or on Facebook, and you can reach Mike for travel needs at Mike at PixieVacations.com or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. Everyone, Thank you for being with us for this episode This one was extremely heavy And extremely emotional for the both of us
1: Yeah, but it was a very good episode I think you're right, Sophie mm-hmm. And I have an idea for next week Yeah? Yeah, I was thinking And please tell me if we've done something that that fits this but I was thinking about our topic next week being off the beaten path at Disney, and it's talking oh. about you know the the things that people don't think about: Tom Sawyer Island, Swiss Family Treehouse, um, mm-hmm. you know, having a pool day at your resort, um, resort hopping. To visit little, you know, the shops and things like that And then even um, if you do a vacation package You get a card with your package And you can get like a round of mini golf for free Things like that, things that you don't do very often So they're kind of off the beaten path
0: Yeah, and (laughs) I remember we actually... We actually did get that mini golfing card but we just didn't use it, Aunt Sheila and me.
1: Right. And we got one too, but we just didn't have um we didn't have the time to do that. So Yeah. So maybe on our next trip we'll do that. But anyway, I thought that might be a fun little you know, the movies at the at the resorts.
0: That's right, that's going could be over something to we could and then about. going
1: over to Fort Wilderness and doing the Chippendale campfire cookout, you know things like that, all sorts of little things that that just add up to an incredible time at Disney. you know what do you think?
0: I think that is a wonderful idea,
1: so next week's topic is off the beaten path at mm-hmm. Disney. and We are looking forward to that. I'm already looking forward to it. All right, Sophie. Well, thank you. And, guys, we will see you on you on on the road. Bye. Bye.